Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. You already know what this is. It's another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you might call it. The, po- the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who na- make up the name of this here. John, you already know what it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. not Navion Bell. Not Ben Nathansberger <laughs> and not Nantonio Brown because those guys don't tie the Browns. Who else yeah. I is? <sighs> With a million turnovers, but I ain't going to get into that because this ain't a sports podcast. <laughs> Who else I is? It's your boy Nate Yawine, Silk yeah. Pajamas, Peter yeah. Party Starter, yeah. Robert yeah. Balmain Jeans. Yeah. It don't yeah. feel like summer anymore, so goodbye to Nor, the god of summer. Uh, who else uh, is? You can call me. Nathan Act. Or Nathan Act 2, Back in the Habit. And. Roly Man. Spread your Roly Wings. It's your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusher K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Taylor Joy Van Zant. Kai Talisign. You can also call me Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah. Terry Hightower. Chorus Kojo. Kubis. The Hibachi Chef. Neon Ember. The FPG. Tell me in the comments what you think that means. The Bar Technician. Raymond Kane. The Word Bender. Uncle Hami. Uh, and I guess it means Sweet Lady. Oh, would you be my sweet love for? A lifetime, I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a pass from the quarterback. That was worse than anything that's ever been said before. That was fire. Hibachi. Have you uh, seen any movies since the last episode? Where's my notes? I already know you watched every day. So yep, great. and that's what I'm going to talk about is every day uh, watched it with milkshakes who read the book. And apparently there was a good amount of stuff that was way different from the book. Uh, uh, we already talked about what this movie is about last week. So if you need need to know what it's about, listen to that last week's episode, uh, Searching for the Gap. Uh, but in the book, she never told anybody about A. <laughs> and then in this movie, she told her sister, mm-hmm. some other people. I can't remember it. I said I already forget, and I just watched that movie right. she, two weeks ago or something. She never told anybody about A and how he slash she could change bodies. She never spoke on that to anybody. And and in the book, A couldn't stay in bodies for more than 24 hours. 
And then towards the end of the movie, they just changed the rules. He was staying in bodies for two days, yeah, three days. That wasn't in the book. And then overall, I didn't like. I didn't like root for them to be together or anything. This is another one of those movies where the kids can just go out and do nothing, and not come back to the parents. <laughs> uh, yeah, things didn't work like that when I was a kid. Yeah, I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a realization hit. Like, no, I really didn't like this movie. It wasn't, about it. it wasn't too good. Uh, acting was fine, I guess. I just that love story is super ridiculous. She's a high schooler, and then A telling her at the end to go date blah 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 for whatever reason. She was staying in cabins with these random dudes, even though it's yeah. the same person on the inside. That cabin idea was stupid. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not. That's not a top tier movie, I'll say that much. <laughs> not nothing. I mean, I guess they made their money back, so they'll have some money to do a sequel if it comes to that. They but can keep that. I don't think anybody wants it. Uh, nah. But yeah, that's basically what that movie is. I sat there and watched it, straight face. Like obviously, this isn't a movie with humor. Um, oh boy, that you can't was, tell me Debbie Ryan wasn't hilarious in that movie. Nah, I see where I was going with that character, but <laughs> not for me. Uh, obviously, because it's translating from a book, they apparently skipped around a lot. Uh, what's I don't I can't remember. What's his name? Cody Smith. Mm. Whatever that boy who played her boyfriend, original boyfriend. Oh, the black dude. I guess he was all right. Justice. Justice Smith. Cody Justice. No, I don't know what his name is, but for him to be the lead in this Pikachu movie. <laughs> it's very odd. He played a high school in this, but from when they filmed this to now, I feel like maybe he grew up some. So him playing a little Pokemon trainer or whatever. Why is the first Pokemon movie P- Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I don't understand how you do a Pokemon movie and don't have Ash. I don't <laughs> care how this many. This isn't even. This is crazy. They didn't even tell no Pokemon origin story in this world. Pokemon exists, and Pikachu is now a detective in it. <laughs> They decided with Ryan Reynolds doing the voice. Y'all have seen enough animated Pokemon movies. Yeah, that this real yeah, life one is <laughs> gonna be wild. Nah, I want I want one with Ash, Brock, Misty, uh-huh. I Professor be, Oak. I want it to be a live action origin story. Mm-hmm. I want it to be gritty. His yeah. relationship with Pikachu. I'm talking about Power Rangers gritty. Ooh, they making that other one. They <laughs> this is their opportunity to reboot it. If you want to see who the cast should be, go to Instagram at uh, Fancastical. Nah, they already teased the Green Ranger, so they got to go through with the sequel. The they should have the dude that played Green Ranger in the original Power Rangers playing with this. Like, okay. what's up, y'all? This is my first day of high school. Like, you a snitch. You an <laughs> undercover cop. Because <laughs> he's still on Power Rangers on the show. He's still in that universe, tearing it up. Had the best scene in that episode. So. But yeah, that, I think that was all I seen. I I watched some other stuff, not no movies though. All right, me. I just watched a few different flicks. First up, continue or not continue my Blu-ray marathon because I already watched this for, during the marathon. Rewatched Paddington. <laughs> Showed my mom and she never seen it before. And after she watched it, she said that she could have went on without ever seeing that movie. <laughs> and I felt mad, disrespected. I told her you got to see the sequel in order to f- get the full potential of Paddington because the sequel is where it's at. But this is still an enjoyable movie. Paddington, classic bear, classic character, funny. Ain't nothing really else to be said that hasn't been said already. Continuing on uh, at the movies, I re-saw Mission Impossible Fallout. Been wanting to see it since I took numerous naps the first time I saw it. <laughs> and I was just waiting for it to get, uh, for a while I was waiting for it to line up where there wasn't any really other movies out for me to see. 
and uh, for it to get back in the theater that I want, or a good theater to watch it in. So I ended up seeing it in the Dolby Theater. And this is just a really great movie. Definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Definitely in the top ten, I can say that. When I was like trying to bump it up, I was like, nah, I can't put it above that. <laughs> can't put it above that. Can't put it above that either. So there's been a lot of quietly good movies this year, but great movie. As I said before, Tom Cruise is continuing his uh, quality streak. Uh, you know, he has some misses here and there, but mostly he's just dropping great action movies lately. Like I said before, Henry Cavill or Cavell, whatever his name is, was a great villain in this. That helicopter scene at the end, though, is just, <laughs> it's insane. It's just taken straight out of a Fast and the Furious movie. Mission Impossible, Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious meetup needs to happen because mm-hmm. Dominic Toretto and Ethan Hunt are basically in the same family. They do the same fake stuff. <laughs> and what Tom, or what Ethan Hunt was trying to do with that helicopter in that scene was just <laughs> bonkers. I need to see them shoot the fake. It is crazy because he literally tried to crash a helicopter into another helicopter. Seeing that in action is very funny, and then what proceeds after that is typical Mission Impossible slash Fast and the Furious ridiculous. Um, Like, I can rewatch it, I'm like, I still don't see how, I mean, I see how people say this is, like, one of the best action movies in years now, but to me, it's still not. It's just one of the more better realistic-looking action movies, just because you think it was done with mostly practical effects. But I'm looking at one scene where Tom Cruise was driving his motorcycle through a circular traffic area backwards or something and that looked like straight special effects so <laughs> whatever but that's still one of the best movies this year if you haven't seen it definitely go check it out can't wait till they make another one because they definitely will and last but not least at the movies that's new i saw the nun <laughs> um conjuring universe the nun Yes, and although I still say the Conjuring universe is one of the best universes out there because that's a mix of quality and um, success and how it's uh, taking shape, this movie, on the other hand, might be the worst movie from (laughs) the universe, and I was disappointed. Not in the sense that I really expected it to be good, more of just... I wanted to like it because I love the con or I love the Conjuring movies. So I always give the spinoffs the benefit of the doubt till I see them, and um, I thought the nun character from the Conjuring two was a great idea of a demon. So when they said that they gonna make give it a spinoff, I'm like, ooh, they gonna it's gonna be dope. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Without giving too many spoilers away, because I spoil the movie like crazy on the other podcast. Um, <laughs> there is two main characters in this movie. One main character is completely useless, and you forget that they're in the movie. I'll just <laughs> say that. Um, when the end comes, they do nothing to help. Um, what else do we have? I felt like this movie was, or I know this movie was shot by two different directors at times. James Wan came in during reshoots to do some scenes that the actual director, I think his name is like Colin something, or I don't remember. But he couldn't be there two places at one time, so James Wan came in to help and shot those scenes. So there's scenes in the movie where I'm looking at like, yo, this scene looks way much better than this scene. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's like it's not 50-50. I'm pretty sure the Colin fella did good. but No, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Them, uh, what's his name? Them, uh, them scenes that really look good that look like they're straight out of the Conjuring universe. I'm like, oh, that's James Wan. I can see that blue tint. 
That, that looks much, <laughs> way much better. That James Wan tent. Mm-hmm. That tent, like when you go in the, the, the further in Insidious, how it got that. It's very dark, but it got that little bluish vibe. Mm-hmm. And in The Conjuring too, you can see, especially on the poster and on the, the cover of the movie, that's how some of them scenes look. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's that horror vibe that James Wan creates that I like. So you can see that a little bit. Um, this is another scary movie where the characters act dumb and when they see like a shady mysterious figure in the, the distance they decide to follow it for no apparent reason just to force some scares out of you that don't end up being good scares um, the story and the explanation behind it I thought it's not, it's not difficult but I thought it was less simple than it could have been this should have just been straightforward but always when it comes to religion people like to make stuff slightly more difficult and dumber than it should be um, they have a pretty cool little link to the conjuring at the end of this movie, but boy, oh boy, when I say the third act of this movie is underwhelming, it's not that it's like not exciting, but it just like you expect it more from the nun character for, to, like, you expected them to expand on like this demon's abilities and they really didn't. They kept it real basic. It's not that it's not great in the movie when it goes off. It just feels like it just goes off out of nowhere. Like somebody accidentally took a scene out. Um, <laughs> And I'm starting to notice with these Conjuring movies, the amount of like actual deaths that these movies have are not high. Yeah. And this movie, I really noticed it, and it's kind of annoying. Like, if the stakes are going to seem very dire and terrifying, then I gotta start seeing some more deaths. They probably like it's high on scares. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the movie gotta be. The movies are good. Don't mind you. The movies are or the Conjuring movies are good. The Annabelle movies are cool, cool and okay. But when a movie is whack, that's when you start noticing like. Yeah, I ain't really having. I know, like, I know James Wan did all that violence and stuff with Saw, so it's probably not his cup of tea to keep doing that over and over again. But he ain't doing all these movies. He only producing them. If these other directors can come in and give a little violence to, you know, let some, let some, you know, people's bodies start to implode or some little cut here, a little cut there, a little something, just you know, to wet my violent whistle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. If I, if I want to say something good, the the nun's makeup she did she looked more uh, 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 creepy than silly. So I'll give them that. Other than that, movie wasn't like whack, but it was definitely disappointing. And that is all I watched. Um, all right, moving on to I'll name this bracket later. Once again, I'm gonna skip uh, the NBA Hollywood. Uh, playoff bracket which has now been going on way longer than it should but <laughs> these episodes just end up seem like they're going to be longer than i uh than i originally guessed when i first created so push it back to next week so tune in next week if you want to possibly hear uh the second round of whatever side of the west or east that we're on <laughs> we'll finish it yeah. just like our best of episode all right it'll probably happen <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's yeah when that happens, <laughs> that'll be interesting. All right, so our person for this week is Jennifer Garner, who was in Peppermint. Mm-hmm. No candy. Um. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so we're doing her. That's a reach. Exercise. Shout out to little Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're doing Jennifer Garner's worst movie for the week. Pe- Peppermint. <laughs> That's what it sounds like it's from them reviews, which... Can, for one, the uh, the audience review is very high because they probably like that type of stuff. Ooh, she's trying to get her kid, or she's trying to get revenge on her fam for her family, and they it got don't. violence in it. They don't like when Holly Berry and Paula Patton do it though. 
Oh yeah, it's racism. <laughs> I mean, this is some Serena Williams style racism. Yeah. She's like, I demand an apology. <laughs> she was acting up. Uh, that was funny. Um, all right, so her worst movie. I already in my head, I have a prediction what it could be, yeah. but like every week, I could be surprised at how bad her movies can get. Um, first up, dudes wear my car. Okay. Or you ever see Pearl Harbor? I see Pearl Harbor. I know that got Ben Affleck in it. Is this where she met Ben Affleck? <laughs> Dang, that was early. And not Electra? Well, that, was, huh? that was for sure Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. Because Daredevil came out in 2003. Pearl Harbor came out in 2001. All right, they probably met when they shot Pearl Harbor. And then when yeah. they saw each other on set, they was like, all right, this is for sure. Yeah, this must be meant to be. I'm saying Pearl Harbor's work. Cause dude, where's my car? At the age in which I was when it came out, it was very humorous <laughs> to me. All right, Pearl Harbor or Catch Me If You Can? Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor or Daredevil? Electra Nachios. Uh, see, it, it gets hard when you get in between preferences. Because I'm always going to pick like a... I'll even... I'll enjoy a bad movie. So I'm going to stick with Pearl Harbor. But I say it doesn't matter because we're going to come with our worst, yeah. one of our worst movies here in a year or two. All <laughs> right. Uh, Pearl Harbor or 13 going on 30. If Milkshakes was here, she would definitely yeah. just ask us to skip that movie. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. All right, Pearl Harbor or Electra? You know, Electra's bad. Electra. <laughs> uh, Electra or. We may have to do episode. Watch. Not Luke Cage can't do a lie. That's too long of an episode. Watch a Daredevil and Electra and see which one's worse for sure. In my head, I'm. Right off. Daredevil got some crazy stuff in yeah, it, it and a some... lot of CGI. It definitely. Especially that scene where he's like in the church. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Blade for a second there. Uh, that was crazy. But, uh,. Off, uh, Hurry up and give Wesley Snipes his new Blade movie. <laughs> At least give him a legacy movie or a show or something. Because yeah. he's, he's helped start all this. Yeah, he really talking like he got one in the works. Mm-hmm. I just cannot see Marvel throwing him in. Like I can see them giving him a Netflix show. That's what, At the least, give him the Netflix show. Or he's when, earned it. Or when they do, like, um, when they take on these Fox brands, throwing, like, Deadpool and Blade and, like, somehow the same. Yeah, smash them all up. Next man and all that. I can't wait to see how they maneuver this. They're already trying to get the TV, the dude that runs Marvel TV out of here. So Kevin Feige can completely be puffing in everything. And they said that would lead to them actually putting the TV show characters in the movies. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is about a season away from being done. And these other shows, they could just act like don't even exist. So I don't know. We'll see. Except for the Netflix ones. I don't know what they're going to do with those. Um, Netflix ones stay around the... Gifted, unfortunately, is gonna. Okay. Maybe they'll just say that's not even their show or something. I say they can put, they can really make Marvel TV with the Gifted because I'm pretty sure they that just in its own world, especially with Marvel's Runaways, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, Runaways, Cloak and Dagger count. The Netflix shows count. They are gonna get rid of the other ones. Legion. They, I mean, they're gonna keep them around, but they ain't gonna have nothing to do with like Legion. <laughs> I'm sure it will still oh, be yeah. around, but it will not have nothing to do with anything. Legion barely doesn't. <laughs> Legion tries as hard as not have to do with anything on its own already. <laughs> They'll surely they probably uh, Marvel probably can't wait to get rid of the uh, new mutants cast. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna talk about that. They are gonna be very upset with the fact that we wasted a Jessica Chastain <laughs> for this uh, the new f- or dark Phoenix movie. Mm-hmm. Well, too bad. We cast them all. 
Or you can just get her when you after you let that movie drop, then you can bring her back for a movie and act like she was never in one of y'all's. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. <sighs> All right, what is catch? I don't know what catch and release is. Oh, we know what the kingdom is. All right, Electra or the Kingdom. And if you need to be reminded what the kingdom is, it's got Jamie Foxx, Chris Cooper, Jennifer Garner. It's a film that's set in Saudi Arabia, loosely based on the 1996 bombing of of Kabar housing complex. I remember that. I didn't see that, though. This was when Jamie Foxx was starting to drop movies after Ray. Yeah. (laughs) He immediately struggled. He had, like, stealth. Stealth. (laughs) Woo! All right, so Electra of the Kingdom. I'm going to say Electra. Electra or Juno? Electra. Electra, Ghost of Girlfriend. She immediately was playing a mom. Yeah, she that seems that. like a very quick transition. She got that mom look. <laughs> I already know. I already see the light buzzing over there. We ain't saying your name. <laughs> Dang, there's a difference between Electra and Alexa. Yeah. yeah it became one. All right. <laughs> Electra or Ghost of Girlfriend's Past? I feel like that's a bad movie, probably. That movie got Emma Stone in it, don't it? Uh, wait, did you? Did you say Electra or The Kingdom? I already don't remember. I think I said Electra. I've never seen The Kingdom. Oh, okay. The Kingdom. Uh, Ghost of Girlfriends Pass. Um, yep, has Emma Stone in it. Oh, why don't I own this movie? Because <laughs> it's so bad that you <laughs> didn't even have it on your radar. I'm going to stick with Electra there. Electra or The Invention of Lying? Electra. Electra or Valentine's Day? I can proudly say I've never seen Valentine's Day. It's a good movie. <laughs> so I'll stick with Electra. Uh, Electra or Arthur? I've never seen Arthur, but I feel like I know I wouldn't like it. With Russell Brand? Yeah. It was definitely Electra's worst. <laughs> Electra or, I don't know what this movie called, Butter is. Well, yeah, I know what Butter is. I've never got a nice, seen it. It's got a nice little cast. Yara Shahidi. Uh, she must have been very little <laughs> when she was in that. Ty Burrell, Olivia Wilde, Rob Corddry, Ashley Green, Alicia Silverstone, Hugh Jackman. Right. That's a nice little cast. All right, Electra or the Dallas Buyers Club? Electra. Electra or the uh, you ever see the Odd Life of Timothy Green? <laughs> I've seen some of it actually. <laughs> That's not a movie for me, but I feel like it's better technically than Electra. Electra or Draft Day? Johnny Manziel. Never seen it. Electra's definitely worse. I mean, this movie's not good, but I'd rather watch a movie about draft day trades. Than yeah, that's a very weird movie. Electra, since I'd be doing that on video games all day. Uh, Electra or... never? Did you ever see Men, Women, and Trojan, Children? Nah. Um, I saw this. Uh, Electra or Alexander in the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? With Steve Carell. That's definitely Electra. <laughs> Electra or... You ever see Danny Collins? Nah Electra or What about Miracles from Heaven Definitely not <laughs> Electra or Mother's Day Didn't see it Electra's worse <laughs> I ain't definitely ain't saying The movie with Jennifer Aniston Is worse than that Electra or whew, Nine Lives <laughs> I never seen it so This This is a <laughs> tough one <laughs> Now I really like cats Meow But <sighs> This might come down to which movie, if somebody said, you trying to watch Nine Lives yeah. or Electra. You got to watch Electra. Electra is least funny. Yeah, I would just, just to see, because I haven't seen it in a long time, so just to see it again. And if I want to watch cat videos, I'll go on YouTube. Yeah. So I'm going to say Nine Lives. <laughs> nine Lives or Love, Simon. We know you loved Simon. Definitely Nine Lives is worse. <laughs> 
And we ain't seen Peppermint, so. And once again, I was expecting Electra to get that nod, but yeah, it's nine lives. Sneak by. No cat. <sighs> nine lives. Just that movie had. Bars. What's his name? Oh, the. Pooch. Touchy Philly. Uh-oh. House of Cards, man. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, this dude really had a bad way to go out. No goat. <laughs> or sheep. Whatever makes the yeah, bad see, sound. Yeah, see, 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 see. Can't even do it, right? I just goat came to my head because I am that. Okay, let's move on to some. Let's breeze through a bunch of topics that I have Drew. here because this has been a busy week for movie news. <laughs> First up, no runner elevator. These, <laughs> these, there's been rumors circulating that the Avengers four reshoots that are about to happen are to remove Guardians of the Galaxy characters. <laughs> and re and write them out of the future of the MCU, all because of the whole James Gunn firing debacle. Oh my the, gosh! <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy three being uh, postponed indefinitely, and the fact that Dave Fatisa is becoming a PR nightmare for Disney and Marvel because he constantly just be saying bad stuff about how he doesn't want to work there anymore. He is crazy. Doesn't know if he's going to do the movie anymore, uh, especially with it being put on hold. So, so my question to you: If this happens. Will Avengers 4 be better or worse than Infinity War? Because uh, it's, it's resolving a big a big event, but we're also losing great characters. I think it could be better depending on how they handle it. Just the fact that them firing James Gunn, Dave Bautista talking has caused all of this. Yeah, this is nuts. I mean, uh, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo came out and said recently, like he didn't dispute those rumors because they didn't ask him about it. But he said the reshoots are just basically to finish the movie. So that finish could still mean we're going to finish it. We yeah. edit at the end. We're going to finish some characters. <laughs> and take these characters out or <laughs> let them be the only ones who stay dead. Let's say kill everybody else. Keep You can keep Groot. Yeah, Rocket. That's really where my problem Peter is. Peter Quill. They don't got a goat. Everybody else, fine. I was expecting to see another movie with Groot. If I don't get another movie with Groot, I'm going to be very upset. Especially like Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the team is going to be like Iron Man, Star-Lord, Groot, Rocket, <laughs> and Nebula, yep. or Mantis. Y'all can just throw Groot and uh, Rocket in other people's movies. Yep. Wait until y'all get Deadpool for sure. Yeah, do throw that. In there, throw Howard the Duck with him. Yo, That'd be funny, Howard the Duck, Rocket, and Groot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could put them in like a little Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man got to like watch them. Keep them from anime. He'd be taking them to school. <laughs> They'd be doing some wild that stuff. That would be like an Owen and the Chipmunks uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a little family-friendly. Yeah, more yeah. family-friendly than Marvel's been so far. That'd be a good movie. <laughs> It would definitely be funny. I don't know if people would like it, but yeah. I'd be laughing. I'm sure somebody can write it well, get one of these comedy writers. Yeah, like Let this. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg do it. I may come in in your room. You have to like shove Groot in the closet and yeah, like kick Toy Rocket Story. under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let Seth Green does the voice of uh, Howard the Duck. Let him write it in a robot chicken style. I was about to say, besides robot chicken, what has he been doing lately? Just produce. I think he just won an Emmy. Jesus. I, <laughs> shout out to John Legend getting that EGOT. That dude got an EGOT. <laughs> Quietly. They, they forced that. <laughs> he had the, uh, the what was he missing? The Emmy. He had the GOT. Like, Let's go ahead and throw him the E. Probably. He the first what is he, the first black man and the youngest person to do it. Mm-hmm. Keenan just finally got an Emmy. For one, I didn't even realize the Emmys happened. Just uh, some of the Emmys. They breaking it up. 
okay, that's very odd. Don't trick me like that. Thinking the show has came on. I'm like, I know I ain't got cable or TV or nothing, but I ain't hear nothing about this. Mm. All right. That's rude to have Keenan not get his on TV. Right, I know. Don't even. I feel like they don't even have that many awards. It shouldn't be that many. His was for uh, actor in a variety series. I feel like that's the regular Emmys enough. They probably gonna put the women's award on there, yeah. just so they can give it to Kate McKinnon. I think, t- yeah, Tiffany Haddish won an Emmy. Oh, uh, they just passing out Emmys to everybody mm-hmm. now. Huh? Mm-hmm. Chris Red got one. For uh, what? I want to say it's for, unless he was just holding Keenan's, but I want to say he got <laughs> one for that Barack Obama sketch with Chance the Rapper. They, they are, one. they are giving, um, they're giving Saturday Night Live people all these awards as if that's like some critically acclaimed show. Yeah. You ask the critics, they like it more now because they talk about Trump nonstop, but you ask people, they're like... I don't really rock with Saturday Night Live. Like they that. gave Keenan his off of longevity and realized yeah, I don't care. Like he didn't get one yet. That's so, cool that he gets one, but yeah. you just passing it out to Chris Red, who's not even a major. No, I mean, his must have been for writing. I don't okay. think it was. It okay. definitely wasn't acting. I was like, he's funny. Don't get me wrong, but he's not even a main cast member. You just I don't know why they gave it to, gave one to Tiffany Haddish. That's for sure. Cat Williams got his well deserved. Oh, he got Emmy. One. Yeah. Wait, so Tiffany Haddish, did she get it for hosting Saturday Night Live? Uh-huh. Hers, and I like Tiffany Haddish, hers was one of the most unfunny episodes of the past <laughs> season or two, whichever season it was on. That was one of the least funniest episodes they had, especially that little, um, what was the one, what was the title of her book? Last Black Unicorn. Yeah, that one they had of that. Oh, my God. That was, that was a painful <laughs> sketch. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't remember what we was talking about. Me neither, so I'm just going to move on to the next topic. <laughs> um, speaking of, oh yeah, we are talking about Guardians and Infinity, Avengers 4 or whatever. Speaking of Dave Bautista, though, he said Drax should have a solo movie. Okay, is he nominated for the punishment segment? <laughs> My man is just speaking. I mean, he can be, but let me read his quote. <laughs> All right, so he said Drax should have a solo movie even if he's not starring in it. And he said... I think it's a beautiful story in regards to Drax's backstory. I think it's a beautiful story, and I think it's been lost and overlooked a little bit. It's a beautiful and heartbreaking, emotional thing to know where that love for his family and that heartbreak over his family being lost and murdered, where it comes from, I think. I really pushed and fought for the Drax standalone film, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I really wish they would because I think on some other stuff. <laughs> I really wish they would because I think there's a story to be told there, and I think the fans would really love to see that story, even if it's not me portraying Drax. I just think it's an interesting story to tell. Mm-hmm. All right. So my question to you first: Are you getting sick of Dave Bautista? Yeah, unfortunately, I am. I wish he was just falling back or I like something else to do. But he's talking too much. He's saying wild stuff. Uh, yeah, Dave. I like Dave Fatusa, but I'm not liking the light that he's shining on himself just yeah. because he has this little beef with Marvel. You can take that beef behind scenes. Now this beef is starting to make you say ridiculous stuff like Drax should get a solo movie. <laughs> I don't know why some some, some of these people who get little superhero movies and think they get an automatic spinoff. Yeah, I feel no, like- <laughs> you are a permanent side character. I feel like every... Every person who's ever been in, or at least every person who's been in an MCU movie, has felt that their characters should get a 
solo movie and in and in uh, X Men, X Men in the MCU movies. Yeah. I feel like almost every actor has said, "Yeah, I think such and such should get a solo movie." They definitely just want their own little movie. Like, if you ask them with a lie detector test, they think these movies could be, <laughs> if their characters could carry a whole movie. <laughs> nah, fam. That's why we're going to see what happens with this Black Widow movie. She's one of the first ones in the Marvel Universe where they were saying she should get a solo movie. And I was saying, nah, fam. She could get, like, a tag team little buddy yeah, movie. her and Hawkeye. Yeah, I watched that. And I'm going to watch. I'm, in, I'm definitely looking forward to the Black Widow movie. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. But it, I, there's a thousand other characters I could pick <laughs> to do it, but I guess Scarlett Johansson and put the work in. Yeah, she got the money. Yeah, I just think it's a little too late. If you're going to do a Black Widow movie, you could do that between like Avengers <laughs> two and three or one yeah. and two, one of those. Um, and Drax, he doesn't deserve a solo movie, but he could get like a pre comic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely comic territory. He could definitely have him like one of them thirteen pages yeah. that c- that come with a movie ticket. Shoot, or an animated little animated film they throw in the Blu-ray or something. Yeah, that or give him one episode, animated episode of the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series. Yeah, something like one he- just about him and let Batista do the voice because he's tripping. <laughs> G- give him something to hold him over. Yeah, like these type of stories do not say yo big screen. They say. Little side, little event or type of work does not full blown movie, especially in in the MCU where these actors know it's a tightly constricted schedule that they plan way in advance. That they only shake up when big events happen, like Spider Man finally coming over. Why does he think Drax should have tripping or X Men coming into the fold eventually? Yeah. Or when X Men come over, it's about to be chaos. I don't know yeah. how they. And that's going to be sad because once they get all like Wolverine and stuff all established, Robert Downey going to be long gone. And so right. we we won't see Wolverine with Iron Man or anything like that. Yep. Hopefully by then they find Some of these are permanently dead. Maybe they'll find a capable actor who can reinvent these characters, but I doubt it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right. Because the rumor is Shuri is going to be Iron Man after this. I mean, I mean, if it, if the girl in the comic book's a black girl anyway, that's Iron Man, so. Yeah, I get that, but I don't want to see a full Shuri uh, movie, though. Oh, no, 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 not no solo movie, <laughs> just in these team-ups. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> yeah, if she want to come in Black Panther 3 or something, that's Yeah, good. and then she got a suit. That's all right, like yeah, that. Yeah, but do not dare. Not because she's a female or nothing. Just y'all. She's black, right? <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought seeing like y'all thought y'all had trepidations with Sebastian Stan's Black Earth when her soldier becoming Captain America and then making a movie with that. I don't know how it feel with Sherry becoming the Captain or Iron Man in a full. What movie. would you rather see? Anthony Mackie Captain America movie, Sebastian Stan Captain America movie, or uh, Letitia Wright? A def- Iron Man movie. Definitely a Sebastian Stan movie because even though there's trepidation, I could actually see them, him headlining a Captain America movie yeah. in the whole transition process. And you still keep Anthony Mackie in it. Yeah, he can still be still his little right hand man. Widows in it. And, they, and it'd be like, it won't be more of a, like a worshiping buddy relationship like he had for Steve Rogers. It'd be like, all right, I'm doing this, but we still got a little iffy relationship. So you'd play on that, but... Just an Anthony Mackie straight up Captain America movie? <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> now, if they did like Anthony Mackie, Captain America, and Shuri Iron Man little movie, that would be eat. nuts. I don't know how well that movie would do. I'll, it probably, I don't know if it would be whack, but you got my interest. I'm like, all right, let me see how this turns out. In this next uh, Black Panther movie, they should for sure put in Falcon, 
War Machine. Uh, who's the other black Marvel characters? <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Samuel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, just Samuel. <laughs> I, well, we're going to talk about in a second who another black actor who definitely should be in Black Panther 2. I want to know how what age Kobe Smoters is, or Maria Hill is in this Captain Marvel movie. Is she in the parts where Nick Fury is younger? I don't know. Because that would make her so young. The thing with her is she just doesn't. She's over the years. She's looked the same. Yeah. So that's <laughs> so she could play somebody young and still. That's, that's gonna be, be so makeup. That's gonna be so crazy. Because then, what's her age currently in in these movies? Oh yeah, yeah. When you start looking at like, what is where was she when she first met Samuel Jackson? Then that's movie, when they get wild. Samuel probably about forty something like that. And how old is she? Is she also forty? Yeah. She don't look forty. Her and then now she don't look sixty. So yeah, her in the night. Yeah, her being there with him in the nineties will be a little nuts. But we're gonna We'll see. It looks we'll good. See. Yeah, I can't wait Costumes to Costumes look good. The the de aging technology look good. Yes, it's yeah, yeah, Samuel Jackson has the younger version. That look that looks crazy. That's gonna be good. Um, but speaking or before we move off this topic. What MCU characters on top of Drax would make unnecessary solo movies? I know we kind of just talked about some people switching to characters and their movies being unnecessary. But what characters already established in the MCU would make up for unnecessary solo joints? Lapita, her character from Black Panther. Yeah, that's a, movie a TV. just about that. That's a TV show right uh, there. A, movie, a movie about Rachel McAdams' character. Whoo, that's ER. Yeah, I say, that's <laughs> a Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, trying to see a Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, Pepper definitely Pots not trying to see that of running businesses. <laughs> a movie about um, uh, the little dude from um, Dope playing uh, Flat uh, Flash Thompson. A little movie about uh, that. Then <laughs> bullying kids, and then yeah. having to be uh, overcome his. Being all mean to yeah. find himself to be a nice guy. Who Flash Thompson, I believe, in the comic book becomes Agent Venom. So he, but he's so small. If they ever did that, yeah, he would have to become Agent Venom in like after college. Yeah, <laughs> he don't grow up, gain some muscle, a and grown, <laughs> change the way he looks. <laughs> uh, so that those would be some bad ones. Uh, what about uh Daniel Kaluuya's character from? Black Panther. I don't remember what that, it is. That'd be very unnecessary, but I feel like they could make it good. But that's definitely not something they should make. <laughs> that would be like a little one shot if they were to bring those back. Yeah, they can bring back the one shots. <laughs> that's what they need to do. Make epic one shots. You yeah, make give these... them all a little fifteen minute joint. Yeah, while y'all shooting these big budget movies on the same set, and while you got the same type of equipment. Yeah, whoever's <laughs> bored and complaining, come get you a little movie. Right, so Drax, y'all shoot Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. We'll give you a little solo one shot movie. Yep, of you, of us, literally just watching your family get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it goes off. Now we're caught up. You're like, you happy now? <laughs> we showed you why you're upset. <laughs> oh man! So right. we can get a one shot of Rachel McAdams' character working at that hospital. Yes. A little hospital uh, hour long procedural drama. Hers would be hers would be cheap and doable. The only thing that would be expensive is them paying her. But if she's already on set for the movie, yeah, you need to pay her for the free free. All right, moving on to the opposite of the spectrum. Moving on to DC, Justice League artists 
Uh, yeah, somebody who's an artist on the Justice League said Ben Affleck's Batman script was the best Batman script they have Probably ever is. read. <laughs> uh, their quote specifically was uh, somebody tweeted, Hi, Bill. The original Affleck script was. Nope, nope, sorry. No, I was reading his reply. <laughs> <laughs> the original tweet was Affleck never had a story in regards to the Batman. That's the core problem. It was doomed the moment he signed on to play Batman because everyone expected gr- the great BA. Guess that's short for Ben Affleck, <laughs> director of Argo, <laughs> to write, direct a Batman film, and it would be a masterpiece. You got to have a story and passion for it. He didn't. Jay Oliver, Oliver, whatever his name is, the artist from Justice League said, Hi, Bill. The original Affleck script was the best Batman script I've ever read. Ben <laughs> had a kick blank story, and I believe that the audience and fans would have loved it. <laughs> so. Do you believe he would have created a great Batman movie? I mean, Justice League artist seems to think so. I don't know about great. Obviously, he's written great movies before, so it's very possible. But I'm hearing stuff. Somebody is A-Town stomping up the steps. (laughs) But this is DC we're talking about. Anything can go wrong. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I already saw them little rumors about Kit Harington and stuff. Yeah, I had that on the list too. We can, <laughs> we can go straight to that after this. But, um, um, yeah, like um, I would give Ben Affleck the benefit of the doubt, even the though Ben Affleck of the doubt. Like I said the benefit of the doubt. Ben Affleck of the doubt, <laughs> even though his last movie he directed and starred in, the Long Night Game Night something night, Long Night Running. I don't know what it was, but it, that was whack. All up all night. I've been up all night, whole cruising, yeah. It was a period piece. I don't know what it was. It had Zoe Saldana in it, but that was pretty weak. But I think Ben Affleck, he uh, uh, he did a great job as a character. So since he was one of the only main good parts from Batman vs Superman, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna let him rock and give him the benefit of the no, doubt, Chris. because it can't it can't get any or it can get worse, but. There's not much that could go down from where it, when, it, when we're talking Batman versus Superman, and um, shout out to Ben Affleck. I hope he gets well soon. Up in there and uh, rehab, uh, rehab for his uh, drinking problem. R.I.P. Live man. by night. There you go. R.I.P. Mac Miller and R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Hang, Mac Miller. Um. All right. So let's go straight to Kit. Rumor has it WB was Rumor interested it. in Kit Harrington being Batman. Um, and on top of that, Ryan Gosling jokingly just said in an interview recently he would play Batman if Damien Chazelle directed it. So, oh gosh. <laughs> just do anything that Damien Chazelle tells him to. I mean, uh, I ain't seen First Man yet, but I'm assuming it's a hit, so I'm assuming they're two for two. If I was DC, I would literally just see if that could make that happen. You So you would go Ryan Gosling, Damien Chazelle over Kit Harrington? Definitely over Kit Harrington. You don't want Kit Harrington playing Batman? No, I don't know who, like, he doesn't. Seem like a hero yet? He seems more like a Nightwing or something. <laughs> uh, he's Jon Snow. That ain't a hero enough for you. Uh, he ain't Batman. And he was in uh, Silent Hill too. Woo-hoo. I forgot all about that terrible, awful movie. <laughs> that's right. That that's why I didn't like Kit Harrington for the longest time. He had to really try to win me over with <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, I liked him in uh the movie with Andy Samberg, the tennis movie. 
Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but that Silent Hill 2 put such a bad taste in my mouth. He had to work hard to That, that movie was unbelievably bad. <laughs> yeah. that, that came out in like a week where we saw three scary movies. And then we did a little a segment on the TV show. A where podcast. We talking, a, t- <laughs> a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> where we were talking about scary movies that no one wanted to take part in. Mm-hmm, the original Leah B. John Hall podcast. Like, hey, you want to come be on this show, show and talk about... No. Nope. Hey, uh, you interested in coming on this show segment with us where we're going to talk about scary movies? I'll never get over the dude eating the burrito. That was a nasty man. <laughs> I can't get over those walks to the escalator I kept doing. Coming oh, yeah. back with <laughs> bad news like... Nah, they did Nobody said they wanted to do it. <laughs> you know, set up all my equipment. Guess we're going to do it. <laughs> Guess we're going to play characters. <laughs> oh, those were different times. Oh, man. All right, so you're saying no to Kid Harrington as well. Nah, I'd rather Ryan Gosling. That would be crazy. I need to start this universe over for sure. I don't care. You got to lose Gal Gadot if it comes down to it. If you want a better organized. All right, rapid speed. I'm going to say, uh, uh DC character's name, and you gotta say who'd you rather just say Ryan Gosling or Kid Harrington? Uh, okay. You gotta say. All right, so we'll start. Where we just end it? Batman, Ryan Gosling, Superman, Ryan Gosling, Wonder Woman, Kit Harrington, <laughs> Flash, Kit Harrington, Aquaman, Kit Harrington. Okay, <laughs> Cyborg, Kit Harrington in blackface. This person has to be okay. Back. Kit Harrington, he can lose his career. <laughs> um and. Green Lantern. Ryan Gosling. So Kit Harrington looked like he got a better chance of being in the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, he got That's more options. <laughs> All right, moving on to Nerdverse. Hold on, but who will be the Joker? Probably Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, but I would let Kit Harrington audition. If can't. <laughs> Give Kit Harrington that shot so you can watch him mess this up. I was reading like somebody like pinpoint all the weird things about the Suicide Squad Joker and when you think about it like when you actually just sit there and think about that character and look at him that is one of the worst Joker uh, interpretations <laughs> definitely I've ever is. seen he had the smiley face on his hand mm-hmm. he had <laughs> he had okay so he had slick back hair of course he Lily might as well let Takashi 6 9 play the Joker yeah he, he had grills in his mouth tattoos all on his body <laughs> <laughs> big purple leather jacket yeah, gangster clothes on a pimp cane. Oh my god. And they want to keep him around. <laughs> I was recently watching the clip from the introduction of Harley Quinn on the Batman animated series. That, that's a character that took off because that wasn't originally in the comics. Yep. She was introduced on the cartoon. Joker was acting up. And they like seeing her get beat by Joker because I guess everybody <laughs> likes domestic abuse. Uh huh. All right, so like I said, we're going to trans. Transgender. <laughs> transition to the nerd verse. Apparently, Quentin Tarantino wants his Star Trek movie to be rated R. That's what Acqu- I thought from the jump. Yeah, well, if I hear Quentin Tarantino, I don't assume anything but rated R. Yeah. And this is according to Carl, Carl Urban. What other movies do you think Quentin Tarantino would make rated R if he had the opportunity to? Uh, any other? Uh, let's see. Let me think. Uh, he make Star Wars rated R somehow. How would he make Star Wars rated R? Let him cuss. <laughs> that would be our show blood. Yeah, or somebody kiss. Yeah, two <laughs> two two fellas, or two ladies, or a lady and a fella. If I say if a lady and a fella kissed on Star Trek, not named Solo and whatever yeah. R.I.P. Lady is, <laughs> if anybody besides them gets smooching yeah, or if they let Jabba the Hutt and Daisy Ridley kiss. 
Yuck. That's a sick. If they let John Boyega and Daisy really. That's a crime. <laughs> if that if that movie came out in the 40s, you can yeah. go to jail for that. They could have barged on set and put in John Boyega and hit, yeah, hit, immediately. Hit John Boyega with a billy club. <laughs> like, rape. He's raping her. John uh, Boyega, you got the edge up of old timey. <laughs> Back in the day, guy. Now nah, he be coming with the fresh one. I ain't gonna play John Boyega like that. He got the body build of an old timey yeah, 60s he, fella. He built. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe his build. That's why in Detroit, I was like, yo, he looks spot on like he was there for those riots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Quentin Tarantino, he could do some. He makes some bloody lightsaber battles. I don't know why I picture Quentin Tarantino doing a Wild Wild West remake. With Will Smith, but you got to cast a new white guy. Oh, I saw Will Smith saying Sony's playing around with his Bad Boys movie. Uh-oh. He said he's trying uh, he's trying to push them to do it ASAP. I'm like, okay. See, yeah. Will Smith is doing what the people want. Finally, let's get this Bad Boys out the way so we can get this iRobot sequel he, popping off. <laughs> he even said he's trying to get him and Martin. He's they, He said they ready. So that must mean Martin's been working out. I hope so. Oh, he did lose weight last time I seen him on a talk show. He wasn't that... A little heftier, Martin. Oh, so he's been he's been prepping for years now because yeah. this, this Bad Boys Three's been on in development for he's years. He's in a Beach Bum, that Harmony Corinne movie. He has another movie coming out. Yeah, and this one doesn't look like Spring Breakers. Good. Spring Breakers had like murder mystery to it. This one looks like it has nothing. Like it doesn't have a plot. It, That's kind of what Spring Breakers was. But this don't look funny. This is Matthew McConaughey acting like a surfer guy, which he already did that in a movie. <laughs> he did, did that in Surfer Dude. In the early 2000s, that's all Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I don't know what this one is. Bummy Surfer Dude. I forget the other black person that's in this movie, but you got Zac Efron playing a character that looks similar to Riff Raff. You got <laughs> Harmony Corinne is. He got some sick obsession with Riff Raff. I'm going to pull this trailer up. Very odd. What, does he just listen to Riff Raff on a daily basis? That was his favorite. <laughs> Shouts out to Riff. When we start bringing in video more, I'm going to start playing trailers in the background on mute. Put the trailer in the back. Nah, you ain't ready for those bars. It's um, going to be whack, whatever it is. <laughs> nah, it was never going to be whack. All right, so give me one more Quentin Tarantino movie that you can think of that's PG-13 that he would love to make rated R. I can even see him do Yeah, he got to do a Will Smith movie. I can see him doing Men in Black. I can see him he doing. He could definitely do Men in Black. Uh, that would be that would be the most dialogue heavy Men in Black movie. Violent but funny. Will Will Smith. That's why like I kind of mad that he didn't do Django because Will Smith in a dialogue heavy movie would be great. So yeah. him and Quentin Tarantino definitely need to link up. You don't even need to hear the sound for this. I'm just gonna play it in the background so you can take some looks. That R rating was very heavy. There was so much reasons that that was rated. So that R. better be what makes it good. Uh, yeah, that's Without what, the audio, I can. I bet you you can figure out what this movie's about. Why does uh, Matthew McConaughey look like Woody Harrelson? Yeah, that's who he's basically playing. He's playing Woody Harrelson when he'd be going on vacation with Owen Wilson. They're always on a piano by water. Is that Isla Fisher too? Uh, oh yeah, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Star is the. <laughs> he seems to be one of the main characters in this movie. He is very skinny <laughs> from that from, from the back. Like this is not doing anything. It's just the life of this beach bum. Yeah, Zach Zach Efron was looking wild (laughs) with that hair. I think Harvey Crane just likes to study people's lives. It don't matter what they're doing. I would have never expected to see a movie where it's 
Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg, and then the rest of the co-stars surrounding him. Yeah, you then you got Martin Lawrence as the with Martin Lawrence character. Yeah, you gotta when you when you're a certain level of fame, but you ain't in the movie that long. You get the with. <sighs> yeah, so that was a one minute trailer. That's how I know this movie bad. <laughs> I ain't really a fan of Harmony Corinne. To me, his best movie is still Kids. Yep. Wait, didn't he do Kids? Yeah. Okay. And that movie was just only because I'm only saying that because the movie was crazy for the time. That movie's probably real normal if I watch it today. <laughs> well, this is nothing. All right, moving on to the Academy. The Academy or Academy Awards is postponing the popular film category. Yeah, like we said. And their reason, what was their reasoning? Um, Basically because the reactions and they want to go back to the drawing board and figure out a better way to interpret it. So it will not be happening at the next... Academy Awards, so and we get to. Er, it was announced today that uh, Marvel is definitely um, putting Black Panther up for all the eligible awards at the Oscars, including Best Picture. So, do you see Black Panther getting a Best Picture nod now that its popular film category is out of the question? Uh, I feel like they will. Just uh, they definitely probably ain't gonna win. But they they had to put it in there just off of the demand and then then the backlash that they would get if they don't put it in there. And if like I'll put Avengers Infinity War in there, but <laughs> you gotta do what truly is the best movie. Just because it's a superhero movie don't mean that's not a best movie. And that's what it seemed like they'd be acting like. So like stuff like Winter Soldier and stuff could have been nominated. But here they do, they have to put it in, most likely. And this deals with like uh, worldly issues. Yeah, got, and they like got that a whole type bunch of black people. They get moonlight on awards. This is <laughs> this is moonlight. It's the action version of moonlight. So all right. So who is the quiet uh, gay character in Black Panther? You know what? Killmonger. He's very angry. He's, he's closeted. <laughs> he's hiding his truth. Yeah, Let yeah, the I, truth out. Yeah, that's why he's so mad. He would just be open and free. He wouldn't be so angry. Them cuts ain't from all the bodies he caught. Uh, them was from dudes scratching them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shout out to Michael B. Uh, Michael B. For that while, he was staying with one of them rumors. <laughs> that was in the era where we was like, we about to take the B out, and not because of him. If he was like that. It's because he's just getting exposed. By and he wasn't earning those great roles that he was Yeah, getting. he wasn't in any movies. <laughs> and he wasn't responding. Yeah, and we, the Ryan Cougar roles, he didn't earn those. If he ain't earned the roles, yeah. then I don't care if he did great in them. But, um, all right, so moving on to this whole Fox debacle. This whole Fox Predator scene is getting out of control. It just takes away from the movie. But it's a, the scene in question is not a big deal. So the fact that it was deleted... Even if it was in the movie, it wouldn't make any sense. So, um, <laughs> all right, before we even, you know, let's you know, we'll, before we even get to that, I'll just read some Predator reviews because some room reviews came in and the movie comes out this week. It's basically a little mixed reaction. Actually, I ain't even going to read it because those are a lot and there were some thick paragraphs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, people are saying it's funny, action fact, violence. Then some people are saying that the violence or the, uh, the humor... <laughs> Uh, the movie's also funny because Shane Black, of course, wrote so it's funny, action-packed violence, but people are saying that the humor is taken away from the movie. Other people say the humor is good, so and it's got like a pretty 
uh, not so good uh, Rotten Tomato score right now. But now into back to the scene in question. So there was a scene that has been cut from the Predator that had Olivia Munn in it, who's in the Predator, and mm-hmm. also a sexual somebody who's been a true predator. Yeah, sexual offender. I don't know what his crime was. That's right. Um, was with kids, and he went to jail. So yucky. <laughs> but he was in this scene with Olivia Munn. It was like a, a scene where he was hitting on her or something. It was literally like a one-off scene, nothing serious. So they cut that scene out of the movie because they found out that he was a, a sex offender. Mm-hmm. Cut him out. They didn't tell Olivia Munn that she was doing this scene with a sex offender. She found out afterwards. So she's now mad at Shane Black, who yep. is friends with this guy who put him in the movie. And then now he's saying he didn't know the extent of his crimes when he put him in the movie because, you know, <laughs> laws and stuff. Uh. Um, so before I ask my original question. And Olivia Munn's been going all doing the rounds saying by herself and yeah. saying all her stuff and saying that the cast has basically like um, I don't know the word, but they haven't been around her, even though some members have came out and said they side with her. She's been doing press for the movie by herself. Yeah, even what's the name? Black guy. Sterling K. Yeah. Get the straps or hide the straps. <laughs> uh, Sterling hide the straps came around. <laughs> Uh, he said, I'm sorry you feel alone. But I'm going to still be off yeah, for doing I'm it. I'm still going to do this. He's still going to be on. Yeah, I'm going to be sitting here with Trevon, kick back with Trevante Rose and <laughs> Keegan Michael yeah. Key and some of the White other guys. White guy who leaves the movie. <laughs> I can't think of his name. That's a crazy cast they put together. We got to get Sterling. Mm-hmm. We need a girl who can't go white. Let's get yellow. We're going to go with <laughs> Olivia Munn. <laughs> We got to get Keegan-Michael Key for the humor. Yeah. We need a big guy, Trevante. We need a white guy who can be a little edgy. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, get anybody. Who is the white guy in this movie? I don't know. I want to. S- I don't know why Garrett Hunland is coming to my head, but it's not him. <laughs> uh, what's his name <laughs> that played Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad is coming to my head? Oh, Joe Kinnaman? Yeah. <laughs> and somebody who looks exactly like them. So All right, let's see who He was is. probably the only one free at the time. Um... Like but yeah, slave. so so first his name is Boyd. Yeah, Boyd Holbrook. Oh, he was from Logan. Oh yeah, he was the villain. <laughs> so um yeah, so basically Oh, he got a low rated joint on his resi. What was that? He got him at eight percent of the reunion. What is the reunion? I have a no clue. But he got Gone Girl and Logan on his belt and, and milk. behind the Cambrilabra. Oh he got oh he was he in Brokeback Mountain too? Uh, what is this movie? Who's I, in this? How'd that get an eight percent? Because the cover alone is a zero. <laughs> this movie is him, John Cena, and Amy Smart. Yikes, John when Cena! Did, when did you? Oh, uh, two thousand eleven. Look how if we think he's big now, but he looks crazy in this button up, busting out that button up. <laughs> he almost <laughs> looks fat. That looks uncomfortable. <laughs> His arms just look huge all the way down. He looks crazy. His forearms look nuts. Uh, pistachios. <laughs> pistachios. <laughs> Couldn't even finish. That's the type of bars I'm coming with. Pistachios. <laughs> I was super whack. I was fire. Uh, Johnny St. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, All right, so uh, first up, so do you think that scene should have been cut? He shouldn't even been able to make it to the <laughs> set to do it. He just cast a nasty man. And they said he's been in like all Shane Black's movies. Uh-huh. 
He's nasty. Y'all know better in this day and age to put a nasty man in. It was back in the day, put all the creeps you want in this in your movies. Now in this time, especially one with kids, you can get away with one against another adult. <laughs> with a child. Either and especially if something was said, if if nobody noticed, yes, get away with it if you can. Olivia Munn caught it. That's what Fox tried to do. They attempted it. Oh, she but, did her research. Yeah, <laughs> she must be on something like this got a pedophile vibe to him. See, that's a, if it's noticeable where she figured it out on her own, then that's a problem. Y'all should have known, especially because mm-hmm. it's a small part. Y'all don't even need it in the movie. Right? Do you, so do you think they're making too big of a deal? I mean, this is gross, but do you think they're over? This is getting way too much pub right around movie time than it should. I mean, it's, it's definitely overshadowing it, and then the uh, freshness of this movie don't help it at all. Uh, it's getting it's getting blown up because of them. Because if you still had Olivia Munn with the rest of the cast, and she can still talk about it if she wants, then it can be all she feel like she had to support, and it won't be as con- as much controversy. Now people probably don't even want to see it because <laughs> of how they gonna see her being treated. And you see the other ca- uh, cast kicking it with each other. Yeah, this scene is so. I could picture this scene like probably not even. It probably wouldn't even make the cut. Or it could have been an easy like little deleted scene. You like, oh, they should just do that on a Blu-ray. Yep, but now people know. And like y'all just, oh, y'all just like. I think Fox, I don't know who's blind. I think it's just because how it's been handled. Like y'all making this small scene. It's gross. Shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have even been happening with the person. But y'all acting like this scene was like she had like a love scene with this person or something. <laughs> like Fox, y'all handled it wrong. Shane Black, you handled it wrong. Um, Olivia Munn, that's just what all her press is about. And yeah. I guess since she's mad at the movie, even though she said the movie's really good, she's mad at the movie because of the experience. So that's all she's really going to talk about. Now she's on Ellen by herself talking mm-hmm. about this. It's just like, come on, everybody. Like, yo, y'all should have just, everybody just had a phone call. If y'all did put this dude in the movie, have a phone call first before all everybody starts going to the outlet where every time it's, I see something about Predator, it's because of this yeah. one little stupid pointless scene that nobody would even remember when they saw the movie so that's just that's just sad it definitely overshadowing the movie it definitely takes it because I, w- I wanted to see it a lot and then this takes takes away from it and then the movie didn't got good reviews I'm hoping it's one of those movies that are enjoyable because it's funny and violent and maybe the story's like cr- crappy or something where I can still enjoy it but I hope it's not like the last Predator movie where Topher Grace was the villain um and uh, what's what's a pianist man? Pianist man. <laughs> what's the, Adrian Brody? <laughs> Where he played that? Yeah, it didn't sound like what. <laughs> it literally <laughs> sound like you just said. Yeah, yeah you just had nah. some crazy ears. Uh, Adrian Brody was the main character. That's the weird. Westbrook. Adrian Brody. Yeah, he's thin. <laughs> he has that nose. He's the, how how you got a movie where Adrian Brody is the hero and Topher Grace is the human villain? That, That's a whack movie. It's enough of Topher Grace. Yeah, I gotta stop putting him as the villain just because he doesn't look like a villain. You're like, ooh, we gonna show you a twist. He's not even <laughs> like a good great actor or nothing. Yeah, because they keep putting him in these whack roles. If he would do the, the job done, if he would do the roles that he should do, like comedy relief or be like the awkward guy in a drama. And but he's at the point where like don't even really want to see Topher Grayson movies. Seems because like they, one of them has been because they don't ruin him by <laughs> making him Venom and making him Venom. <laughs> the villain in the Predator movie. <laughs> all right, so all this questions, all these questions, I've been leading up to my real question. 
Should Javante Rose be the next Black Panther villain? Of course. He needs something. Now, preferably in the Marvel Universe, because if he goes to DC, he's going to get one Green Lantern movie, and then that's it. Have him. Dang, if he... He could have been Cyborg, if they were serious about Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is if he's the Black Panther villain, because... Black Panther already had a tough physical fight with both M'Baku and Killmonger. Trevante, a whole different story. He gonna wash Black Panther up depending on what character he is. I don't know who he could play. He's Michael B. got big for his role, but then Trevante is big, and that doesn't really change up the style of fighter. All right, okay, so since you asked for it, level of buffness from Trevante to Michael B. <laughs> Black Panther, and you gotta include Mbaku Man, Winston Duke. So who's who's the least buff? Who's the most buff? And who's middle? I think Winston Duke is the least buff. But we can't really do it without pictures. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Without pictures, I'm gonna go Winston Duke, least buff. Is Michael B in the middle? I don't know. Cause Michael B was severely yeah, buff was, in that he movie. Was huge. Uh, but, but I ain't seen much of Trevante. I only seen like a couple different movies, so I'm gonna uh, go. I ain't seen much of Trevante. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Trevante too. I forgot this dude about to be playing Kimbo Slice. Oh yeah, so he about to get cut. Yeah, he kind of sassy in real life, so. <laughs> but I mean, he a good actor. He can he can fit that tough vibe, and then when he's speaking his little English accent. Yeah. Like, Why don't you and Idris Elba go somewhere and shoot a movie? <laughs> uh, Winston Duke as James Bond. All right, here go Winston Duke. That's Jameis Winston. About to say he looked like I was really about to say he looked like Jameis Winston. Here's Winston Duke. This is the best picture I can find. Yeah, that's he's just like a tall person. He's just wide. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Winston Duke at three. Uh, uh, whatever I said, Trevante at two, Michael B at one. All right, There's no bias. Yeah, I don't like that you just typed in. Michael nah, B. I didn't George. type in nothing. <laughs> Take a look at this picture. That's Creed cut. I don't like. Oh, you the, want Killmonger cut? I don't like how the cap or the title of that link is oiled up shirtless. <laughs> nah, <laughs> look, they thought this was in shape, Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, that's from that awkward moment. Yeah, yeah, that's right. skinny. Here you go, Killmonger body. Yeah, that looked like he been pounding them protein shakes for months straight. Now let me type in your favorite search. Uh, what ESPN.com? Nah, we all know you'd never type that in. I saw the purple highlight under Trey Songs. Heck no. <laughs> I mean, you've been searching for it already. <laughs> uh, could Trey Songs be in the in Black Panther? There you go. Uh, you caught this picture midnight snack. <laughs> all right, so ah, fam, look at. Do I need to do a side-by-side? Nah, my original prediction was, or original statement was already. Winston Duke at three. Trevante at two. All right. At one. All right, abs. Uh, Who's abs? Trevante or Mike B? Because Mike B got the upper body on him. But we talking abs. I mean, that's your type of question. Nah, this is a question directly for you. I don't even, you wrote it down that told me to ask you. I mean, I guess since I gave Michael B the one, I guess I'll I'll share the love and give Trevante the one here. All right, I heard you called his abs marimbas. Nah, them is them is them is like posters you put on your wall when you lifting weights. It's Creed season. That's why I'm hitting the gym like crazy. <laughs> Anyways, we got hold on. 
But look at this one. Is that Mark Wahlberg? I don't know who that is, but this dude, he looks humongous in this. And I know he wasn't Boogie Boy. <laughs> I was say, why is that like a little surfboard? <laughs> a little weirdo. Uh, anyways. All right, before this became Men's Health Podcast. Um... <laughs> we already had, oh, Body Oil Talk oh, yeah. 2. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I feel like that was one of our least listened to episodes. Let's look. <laughs> Dang, if y'all didn't like body oil talk, y'all are homophobic. Yeah, because we trying to be all inclusive here. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I know people be out there be trying to say that we be uh we be shunning some audiences, but <laughs> let nah. me type in body oil talk into Instagram or into SoundCloud to see if ours is the first thing that come up. Now nah, you're gonna see a bunch of like women's podcasts. Body oil talk. These don't even say oil in them. Yeah, they're like, your podcast is so unlistened to that it doesn't even come up when you put the specific Okay, title. <laughs> let's do Leo B. No search is available. Huh? <laughs> all right, so let's do Leo. See, all I typed in is Leo, and these are, these are clearly our most listened to episodes. <laughs> you want the one with Katrina? Shout out to Katrina Stack. We got to get her, her on here soon. I'm so far behind on. Um, oh, I'm way behind. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if I grew out of it or something behind, but the, moving here and then having to download stuff really yeah. changed my life. You should see my downloads folder. It has so many episodes of the Jersey Shore and the Challenge the past two seasons on there. I'm gonna try to watch. The, which episode is Body Oil Talk? I have no clue. We got so many episodes. Is that even on iTunes? Mm, probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, all right, while you looking that up, I am going to go to uh, what do we got next. All right, um, eh, I don't even know. This is just be a quick little opinion. Kevin Feige said, says why it took so long for the MCU for an MCU female led movie, and his quote was, "I think there are a lot of reasons not." the least of which was fighting for many years the uh, erroneous notion that audiences did not want to see a female-led hero film because of a slew of a slew of films 15 years ago that didn't work i.e. Catwoman in those in those different assortments of movies <laughs> and my belief was always that they didn't work not because that they were female-led stories they didn't work because they were not particularly good movies he went on to say, the success of Wonder Woman made me very happy because, as I said before in the pa- or in the press, I'd much rather the question be, oh, gosh, what did you think about that successful female-led hero that came out a few years ago, rather than the question I used to get, which was, are you afraid that people don't want to see a female hero? <laughs> so uh, my question quickly is, why didn't he just say we had to get uh, – the MCU had to get big enough in order to take those risks, like yeah. making female-led movies. <laughs> he wanted to make it sound good. Don't lie to us, Kevin Feige. We know. Y'all was like, we want, we want to do a Captain Marvel movie, but we don't know if it's if we can do that yet. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, it's okay. Some people just are, they ain't trying to see females save the world because they, uh, they, they ain't with the feminist movie like we are over here. But... I know there it is. Oh, this is definitely wasn't Woo! on iTunes. I was almost a hundred episodes ago, or eighty something. However, you want to look at it. <laughs> huh? Yikes! Oh, wait, but it says it's on this. Oh, it was probably on mine when I had to put it on there and delete uh, it. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, but it's definitely on that alternative link. <laughs> the yourlisten.com. Body oil talk. 
Yep. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Let's see if that site still comes up. Y'all want us to put the back catalog on iTunes? Nah, I'm too scared of some of them episodes. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no telling what happens on those. <laughs> yeah, radio you'll talk. I'm gonna listen to this episode. It's probably funny. Anyways, um, all right, we're moving on to uh, got some Halloween reactions. Oh, yeah, that premiere- I saw that percent they had so far. It premiered at the what? Tiff? One of those. Toronto International Film Festival. Yep, Tiff. Um, and here's some reactions from the flick. What are people saying? It's a super satisfying, not least because it's a movie that actually gives Judy Greer something to do. Stab. Um, <laughs> and seeing that I didn't see her in any of the trailers makes me feel like she still don't got nothing to do. Let's <laughs> say, y'all lying. Um, <laughs> fear not, Halloween movie. De- fear not, Halloween movie delivers some great kills that have me cheering and lots of great references that I will not get that harken back to the original. Great, <laughs> even though I've seen the original like twice. Great score by John Carpenter and his son, Cody. I want to be uh, just like the Strode women. Uh, Halloween is a total blast. It's going to make a killing at the box office. Bloomhouse does it again. Jamie Lee Curtis is still kicking fannies and taking names. I can see fans watching this over and over again. The best Halloween since the original. See, I don't know if we can say Bloomhouse did it again because that seems to take away the credit from. Uh, uh, I'm clearly hungry. David, David Gordon. Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Thank you, Danny McBride. That takes away the credit from them, because clearly there's a reason why y'all like this one. I'm 100% sure not many people know that they actually worked on this movie. Which is crazy. Gotta give the respect to made the person who made, or the people that made the classic Eastbound and Down, one of my favorite shows of all time. I started watching that show. I got two episodes deep, and I don't know why, but I haven't got back to it <laughs> since. I'm like, I got distracted. When there's so much TV shows that I want to watch, I just get distracted and start mm-hmm. watching other stuff. Yeah, that show was funny. All right, what else do they say? Halloween is the Force Awakens of Halloween movies. All the stuff you want, plus some new stuff, some dumb stuff, some delightfully remixed stuff. Definitely the best time I've had at TIFF 18 screening so far. The new Halloween is intense with brutal kills, a killer score, and a powerhouse performance from Jamie Lee Curtis. An excellent companion piece to John Carpenter's original Halloween, David Gordon Green. It somehow managed to do all the wink-nudge fan service stuff and not be annoying at all. Um, Halloween is vicious. Love the continuation of Laurie's story, but the pure evil of Michael's drive to kill and the randomness of it, uh, of it is there and it's strong. Beautifully shot, score is on point, some great humor, and loaded with gore. It's the complete package. And I'll read one more because there's a bunch more. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, why did I just cry in Halloween? I know that gave you nothing about what the movie is, but that was the one I read. So. I just wanted to read that just to give people some insight of what to look forward to come uh, around. When did that come out? October or something? I think so. All right. Speaking of Bloom House, Jason Bloom said he would have interest in doing a Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer movie, but he said it's really hard to get those the rights to those properties. Which one would you be more interested in seeing Bloom House uh, update, reboot, continue on, remake, whatever? I'm going to say... I know what you did last summer just because there was a bigger space between that and that's a property they can probably change up more stuff. And we already know Queen Latifah got the scream on I lock. am not looking forward to this <laughs> season three. And I don't want a scream show at the same time as a Bloomhouse scream movie. I so. don't want a scream show with Tiger in it. 
<laughs> we all know Tiger's an actor. Tiger's back. He got that song care. Taste. That which is whack. He got his hairline. It's all the same like Mary Kate. I don't understand that. It would hairline. His hairline is not like popping. It's not safari. It's hairline. not like a good one, but I guess because it's back in a spot where it's not all the way back, people like it. I don't honestly remember what hair, Tiger's hairline was at before. But. I have no clue, but look at this picture of Murphy Lee. <laughs> Murphy. He got the hat over the... He has... <laughs> if you can't notice, y'all, y'all listening to me trying to show y'all this through a microphone, he has three shirts on. It's in, it's in the deep... <laughs> You gotta look deep in the details. He, he got bad three, shades. He has three shirts on. Shirt is already big, as big as two his body. He- two headbands and a hat. <laughs> two wristbands. People <laughs> with those layers, man. With a shirt with him on it, I, wearing that outfit he has on. I know somebody listening to this right now was a humongous Murphy Lee fan. Murphy Lee himself said he was hot for fashion. He had three shirts on, two hats, and a do rag. <laughs> two hats, and, and he has some big jean shorts or pants on. <laughs> I got some big jeans on right now. <laughs> oh, that is a hat. That ain't a hat, man. That's a hat backwards. Fuck, dude had on two hats. He <laughs> was dressed so crazy. He was at the third annual BT Image Awards. <laughs> style was crazy then and now. People want to talk about Eminem style. He wears regular clothes. He wears what <laughs> kids are wearing these days, basically. Track suits. And hats. But people let Fabulous walk out in the craziest yeah, colors. Joe Button himself be wearing the uh, wildest stuff. Yeah, don't talk about his. I, yeah, on the podcast, I was like, his hats are really bothering me. Yeah, he wears some crazy hats. I don't want to hear nothing from y'all. Just because M front Eminem has never been the best dresser. He used to wear the baggiest of sweatpants yeah, he, and uh, he's literally wearing track suits. Yeah, he's sticking to Yeah, gotta get his wave game. He probably had the meanest do rag on when he was recording the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, like, that reminds me of something I noticed seeing uh this this list all right, this is a music podcast. You can go on soundcloud.com slash the great musical and listen to the great musical podcast. I was just listening looking over the top ten uh Billboard uh, biggest hip hop album debuts of all time for the first week. Number 10, Marshall Mathers LP, two. What over a milli? Oh, two. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Like, the second one did that. I did like, what, 700 or something? Almost 800, yeah. Woo! Nine, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Eight, Kanye, Late Registration. Seven, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Six, Kanye, Graduation. Five, Lil Wayne, the Carter four, four. Lil Wayne, the Carter three, three. This one's just so out of place. Drake views <laughs> number two, Fifty Cent, the Massacre, and number one, Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP. Ooh, I didn't know Kanye's late registration was selling like hotcakes back then. Yeah, so eight sixty. Eight sixty. Uh huh. Jesus, how much did graduation do? Nine fifty seven. He demolished 50 cents that badly? Because I know 50 yeah, I think, did like, what, 600 or something? Yeah, I think he did 600, which is a lot in, yeah, in, in this time. But in, just seeing him, seeing the Marshall Mathers LP, too, on this list is just. Oh, yeah, that's when he. That's easy. He went to a Marshall Mathers LP and then to Revival. That's a huge. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> then, off in sales. then he jumped back up, basically. Bungie Cord. Huh? Yeah, Bungie Cord's jump? Nah. Mm-hmm. All right. See. So you said you'd be interested in seeing uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer movie over Scream. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, I feel like Scream would be a better one, but 
Bloomhouse can't grab. Anytime I see other scary movies that's not produced by them, it's so in my head that I know that this is automatically not good. <laughs> You're like, but then you throw a nun out, and I don't know where to look. Like, I just watched the trailer for whatever that new scary movie is, and I'm like, I want to see this, but I know for sure this ain't good. Um, I can't remember what that movie is called. Yeah, I can't think of it. Um, yeah, it seems like a good reason for I Know What You Did Last Summer. They would probably make that your own to the point where you wouldn't even know that was like based off a movie that was based off a novel from back in the day. But, I mean, you really can't go up from the last screen movie, which had Lucy Hale in it. So, go ahead and just do I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, <laughs> Wasn't Emma Roberts in that too? Yes, she was. One of the greatest actresses of our time, but y'all ain't hearing from me. Um, I think this is last. All right, last but not least, before we move on to the punishment segment, I said we was going to mention New Mutants earlier, and here we go. Anya Taylor-Joy says New Mutants reshoots will make it a better movie, with the quote saying, I think we're making the movie that we set out to make in the beginning. She's just saying what she has to say. (laughs) That's that's what we're going to end up delivering to people. It feels like the movies we all signed up to do, which is good. All right, so my question for you. Does her awful bangs distract you from the from anything she has to say about this movie? Yeah, I mean, I don't like them. The comic book character has them, but seeing them on like a real life person is weird. Or specifically her, with the way her face is structured and everything. Yeah, her face Um, is. I mean, but I don't know who looks worse, her or uh, Wolfsbane or whatever that little girl. Yeah, Maisie Williams or whatever. Yeah, I like Anya Taylor Joy, but I just hate those. Bangs. I know I'm gonna hate them. First of all, seeing the movie poster with like all the characters on there, none of them are like spectacular looking. They all look wild. She got the bangs. Maisie just looks. Bangs are trash on a lot of people. She has a weird look about her. Uh, <laughs> then you got the other people. She looks that, like she got hairy arms. I ain't gonna lie. And I got. Hairy she looks arms. like she has hairy feet. <laughs> she looks like Elijah Wood. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to Frodo. <laughs> Frodo Oh man But um Alright so you said So you're not believing What she's saying about this new mutant Nah she's just saying that <laughs> <laughs> People who be doing these superhero movies Don't know but no better Until afterwards <laughs> when it's panned And then you can come around <laughs> To admitting the truth <laughs> Like well we didn't have a good script We tried to get a better script Michael B, work. Kate Mara, Jamie Bell The other guys yeah, when they were saying, Miles Teller. When, they were, when they were saying, um, Tim Miller, that Deadpool's director. Yeah. When they were saying he his original idea was a sequel to have them have cameo appearances mm-hmm. as the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I was like, I would love to see that, but I it well I don't know if Michael B was still the show from Ryan Reynolds though. It would depend on how long Michael B was in the movie. If he was in the movie for like one second, then I right, Ryan Reynolds. Dang, a Michael B Ryan Reynolds buddy cop movie. R.I.P.D. Two. Men in Black too, or Men in Black. This new Men in Black. That could have been who it could have been. Ryan Reynolds, but y'all went with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, and Liam Neeson and Kumail Nanjiani. (laughs) That's a that's a good cast and a weird cast at the same time. It's just never like even Men in Black two, three, and I feel like this one ain't gonna get that feel of the first one where Will Smith was putting on a performance pre-knowing okay. about the Men in Black and stuff and yeah. when he was signing up and he was dragging that table across the uh, across the floor yeah. so he can have something to write on. Yeah, that was a Will Smith movie. It wasn't necessarily because it was just a good movie. Him and 
Tommy Lee Jones had good camaraderie, but Will Smith carried the flick. Yeah, man. So Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson gonna have to get their Thor Ragnarok on if this is gonna be. Yeah. I feel like Will movie. Smith should at least have a cameo. Will Smith is regular human Will Smith, not Scientology Will Smith is back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah ever since Leah Rem- Leah Remini, Leah mm-hmm. Remy, whatever her name is, King of Queens lady. <laughs> ever since she's been going on this. Super uh, destroy Scientology campaign. Everybody been snapping back to their senses. Yeah. Tom Cruise making good movies. Snap back to re- but then he about to do this uh, Top Gun movie. I, don't I mean, know why I feel like this ain't the one? I ain't never seen Top Gun, so yeah, right. And it doesn't come off as an action movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a plain action movie. It comes Fighter off as like a, <laughs> like a volleyball movie. They gonna turn this into a sci-fi movie. This is going to be Or make it like a Fast and Furious Or a Mission Impossible Make this action packed oh, you Crashing know. planes Him jumping out of a plane Laying on his feet Oh if you know if Tom Cruise is doing it He had not to it <laughs> I don't care how the old one went Hey they need Vin Diesel in there As a fighter pilot I mean his big sub Wouldn't be able to fit In one of those little <laughs> cockpits Or whatever they're called Oh man Alright let's move on To the punishment segment so you wanted to nominate Dave Batista. <laughs> he was just talking way too crazy to not at least acknowledge him. All right, so Dave Batista is nominated, and he's going to go up against a man by the name of Damon Caro, who was the Batman versus Superman stunt coordinator and second unit director. He must have said something wild. And I'm not even going to tell you why he's being nominated. I'm going to just read his quote and we'll see if you can catch it in the quote. Where the quote at? Where the quote at? All right. So, referring to something in Batman vs. Superman, he said there was zero conversation about, oh, people are going to have an issue with this or not understand it or think it's silly. It was, and it's so funny, Zach and I had a conversation about that, Zack Snyder, I don't know, about like a month ago probably, that came, that, that came up and I just said, I have never understood and I don't listen to a lot of the haters, but I've heard the chatter of a uh, chatter of a little bit. But I don't understand what the disconnect was, what the problem is, and how salient that line is, and that connection between having the same mother's name allows you to connect <laughs> with someone you wanted to ob- obliterate from the planet because you saw him as a threat to the human race. You saw him as a threat to humanity. Then in that one moment, you realize that he was an orphan, and his mother's. You saw him as as a kid, and you saw him in that light, so that enlightened you. That made you drop and see him now, not as the enemy, but as an ally, a fellow being who is trying to do the right thing to reach justice. So no, crystal clear and very, like I said, it always made sense to me, so I'm perplexed that, that, that I'm perplexed by that one, and I don't know that I, I don't have the answer to that one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he did all that talking about that terrible scene. What scene was he talking about? I'm assuming he's talking about Martha. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand why people had such a big. You don't even need. He didn't even need to say moment. more than one sentence. It's obviously a. No, that doesn't stop you from killing your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I could like see like when he was explaining. I could see what he's talking about. How in their minds that he thought like all right. If he does this, then he starts to see him as a human. But there's no way you cannot see it from the other side of people's point of view. I was like, about to say, I can dumb. understand that all the way up until they watch their first screen screening after they edited the movie. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, oh, that was stupid. That sounded <laughs> stupid. Yeah, like when you when you're like saying it and you're writing it down, it could probably sound good. But when you see how it was portrayed on screen, there is no way you can think that was a good scene. There and was- think about it real deep. Their moms just got the same name. So, you knew, y'all both knew as y'all was fighting each other. 
Y'all were born somehow, so you both got mothers. So that's not a sympathy card because you they got a mother. And he the hit, name, their names being the same is what made you stop. Like, oh, he's a human. Yeah, and that made no, it that human. I would have stabbed that kryptonite <laughs> spear through his chest. He like say Martha, okay, and then proceed to stab. Yeah, like, I can. St- yeah, I can save Martha and I can kill you. <laughs> that doesn't stop the fact that uh, you still think he's terrible for the world. That's crazy. I mean, I know you realize y'all teamed up in that whack Justice League movie. <laughs> yeah, barely teamed up. That movie was <laughs> whack. You just really sit back. I'm gonna have to pop that in one of these days. I need to double check. No, you know what? No, I don't. Because the pacing, like it wasn't even nothing anticipated. Like, oh, they about to get together because there wasn't no build up. They were smashing them together. Nah, that's not for me. I mean, I was still bothered by me. That was too whack. But. Yeah, I mean, I got Batman versus Superman, so if I got, I can get Justice League. I keep leaving Deadpool 2 at the house. Batman, Justice League, it's just so funny how when you just watch that movie, it's like, I'm fun. It doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel like an event. Like, we've been. That's the crazy part. Not an event at all. It's (laughs) like when you first seen the Avengers all meet each other in um, the Shield, whatever that place was in the first one. He was like, oh, snap, let's see how the how Bruce Banner interacts with such and such. Like you couldn't wait till they started fighting again. And then when they was all teamed up in their suits and then the Hawk turned, or Bruce Banner turned into Hawk, that's exciting. Yeah, they made Green Captain Lantern, it, like when they met each other, I mean, not Green Lantern, Justice League, when they met each other. All right. That one scene where they showed them all like side by side, I was like, all right, this is like, feel like a regular action movie. Mm, yeah, it didn't. It wasn't special. It wasn't cool looking. They didn't whack. do nothing. Like Cyborg wasn't cool. I think it also had the effect of me that the theater was so empty. <laughs> yeah, and then you had stuff like that. <laughs> movie didn't make no money. <laughs> Marvel movies begin standing ovations and stuff. The Avengers made Captain America's Avengers costume not be stupid looking. And when I first saw them trailers, I remember saying. Captain America's costume looks so goofy. It was so <laughs> bright and so like plasticky looking. They made a great movie, and you don't even talk about that anymore. Yep. And Justice League, you talk about every. That's crazy. They just like Wonder Woman, and we know there was a bias to why that movie's liked. Yeah, they was they was dying that they didn't get no Oscar nomination, and they thought they were going to make a cyborg movie. Uh, what's the guy? The guy who plays Cyborg is, is he's starting to come to the realization. I mean, he's not saying that it shouldn't be made, but he said he said recently like uh, it would be very expensive. It'd be like around like over two hundred million dollars because I'm all CGI and no, I don't have a practical suit like everybody else. So he said the likelihood of it happening is basically starting to slim down. And the crazy thing is, they could have did a practical suit, but they <laughs> nah, but a little CGI. bit of CGI. But nope, all CGI. You can't go backwards. They already gave you a CGI suit. Can't go backwards and blew it. continue on with a regular practical joint. This ain't Star Wars. All right, so who are you giving the punishment to? Damon Caro or Dave Bautista? Now, I really be feeling like giving it to Dave Bautista because he is a troublemaker. But I also feel like he can get it next week if he's – because I feel like he's not stopping. He's going he to have quotes for days until they actually start shooting that movie. To, and that's who – or that's – no one knows when that's happening. So, so, Dave Bautista, you're getting a pass this week. Next week, if there's another sentence out of your mouth, you're definitely getting it. But I'm gonna give it to old boy for not quite grasping why Martha Martha is not the move. All right, Damon Caro, you are on punishment, sir. Go sit in that corner and really watch that scene over and over again. And I don't even care. You got to lie. Come back to us and say, "Yo, I see why that Martha moment yeah. was stupid." I see it. 
What did uh, you say? Martha. <laughs> Don't. What did you say her name? <laughs> Go save Martha. Uh, and then, oh, and then that scene. Oh my gosh, when they fighting Doomsday already. That's too much. That's too quick. Kill him in the second or the. Yeah. What's the problem? They killed him. They, they sucked. Why Batman see? was standing off in the cut. <laughs> y'all had Suicide Squad. That's a waste of Will Smith. That's a waste of Margot Robbie. That's a, you know what? That's a waste of Jai Courtney. <laughs> and we all you know, know how we feel about Jai. Say, you know you're doing something wrong if you're wasting Jai Courtney's <laughs> yeah, time. That's, that was his best role to date. He was probably very angry. He like, y'all know what? Y'all, y'all really are wasting my time. I can go do a bad movie somewhere else. I and suck in it. <laughs> I can see why I'm at the end of that Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Yeah, he's like, great, they got to put me at the end. They going to keep me there. I'm permanent. I'm Hall of Fame. I seen Ansel get out. I thought I was on my way out, but y'all got me in this bad movie. Yeah, Ansel got his plaque taken down, but... Ansel, <laughs> where's this recent picture I just saw? Ansel. He is having that spot clean just in case a plaque needs to be put back. He's got back-to-back bad reviewed movies because I surely ain't seen them. I'm going to... I'm nervous to watch November Criminals because if it's re- obviously it's a bad movie. If he sucks in it, I know that came out in 2017. He will be getting the punishment. His first pun. Would this be? Yeah, this is definitely his first punishment in 2018. Yeah, he definitely hasn't got it since before Baby Driver. I mean, it don't even like you can just like this whole swag is just <laughs> whack. <laughs> I don't know why that reminds me of. Uh, what's his name? Dave Caruso or whatever the character from Grease is. John, oh, yeah. John Travolta's character when he was uh, in gym class. Like I just hate this outfit. I hate the whole look. <laughs> he said something on his Instagram story about like he he made his hair blonde for fun or something. Oh, know. and it wasn't for a movie. That's even worse. And just something about him and Khalid hanging out just makes me feel like it's the same age. Yeah, around me, there makes me feel like there's some funny business. <laughs> Send me your love. Dang, if Answer was on that, oh, killing them with the vocals, he would have bodied it. He should do a cover of that song. I don't care how old that song is. I'm ready to see Answer on a superhero movie. <laughs> Super Answer time. Super Answer. That should be what the movie is. <laughs> Directed by James Gunn. Be a sequel to Super, which is a movie I still never seen. That's a good movie. That's a, actually that's a crazy movie. All right, let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment. We have two movies to resolve. First up is The Nun, which I reviewed earlier in the show. I'm trying to remember our scores. They were very close, and I will say they were way off. Um, the Nun currently is sitting at a nice 27 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right okay. now. I gave it a 62 percent. You gave it Ooh. a 60%, <sighs> giving you the victory here. We thought this movie was going to be in the 60s. Yeah, I was wilding. I was really giving the Conjuring universe the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so <laughs> that moves the score up 22-21. Me, next movie, Peppermint. It is currently sitting at a generous 13% on Rotten there Tomatoes you go. right now. I gave it a 40%. Mm-hmm. You gave it a... 36%. Okay. Giving you the W there. Tying up the score. 22-22. Right. Got to make this comeback. Yeah, all right. I got to win these because I let my lead go. All right. So, we got um, – we already did White Boy Rick. That comes out this week. I'm looking at the reviews right now. And just to give myself a tease, uh, who's about to win that? And... <laughs> 
Whoop. Um, all right, so the two movies oh, yeah, for this right down the middle. The two movies for this week are a, a movie I know you're looking forward to, which comes out in a couple weeks. The House with the Clock in Its Walls. Well, uh, Goosebumps Three. <laughs> yeah, whatever that whack looking Jack Black <laughs> movie is with the insanely long title. Uh. I want to give it some low, but I'm first thing that came to my head was forty four percent. The fact that I was about to say forty five <laughs> is nuts. <laughs> it's got a forty something vibe to it. I'm sticking with forty five. All right, so it's either gonna be above forty five <laughs> or below forty four. Please be above. You're gonna see this movie. Oh man, I, I feel like forty something is high though, but at the same time, I don't think it's high. All right, so for the house with a clock on his walls, 44% me, 45% you, <laughs> and last but not least, night school. Man, this could go either way. Yeah. This could have that Tiffany Haddish bias. I'm going 33, though. 33? <laughs> yeah. I'm going right down the middle with That's what I consider that, but I, I got to think of all the times where I gave it that score, and it was much, much lower. <laughs> True. Um, you said 33%? Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving it 50 because originally 63 came to my head. And I was like, nah, this is not a 63 movie. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, 40-something. I was like, let me just bump it up to 50. All right, so I gave it 50%. You went with 33 for the house with a clock in its walls. I gave it 44. You gave it 45. And is it Blu-rays? Hello? Yeah, somebody in here for sure. Uh, we got, yeah, I think it's Blu-rays. This week we got coming out is Ocean's 8. <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't really ever need to see that movie again, but it's on a my stream level for me. Uh, Kuzma! Did you see Superfly? Yep. All right, what about Superfly? I put that as a my stream level. It wasn't awful, but I don't ever need to see it again. Um, and then for throwbacks, I'm going to go with. No Alex English jersey. Uh, we'll go with uh, Barbershop 1, Barbershop 2, and Beauty Shop. You can cut that set in half. Um, is it a set or are they individuals? These are individuals, but oh, okay. we can put it like it's a set. Well, say if it was a set, you can cut two of those movies off. <laughs> um, barbershop, I'd accept it as a gift because that was classic Cedric the Entertainer, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Oops, I was gonna uh-huh. say I was gonna say Michael Ealy, but I was trying to think of Anthony Anderson. See, no but, matter what actor you, you're trying to say, Michael Ealy always comes. They to your were head. cousins in the movie, so it's uh, understandable. Nah. But Anthony Anderson was hilarious. Who I believe is related to Lorenz Tate was Anthony Anderson's little uh, oh, sidekick yeah. in the movie. <laughs> he was hilarious. Um, he dropped that safe on his foot. <laughs> so the. All right, good-looking uh, Windows Defender. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just for those characters alone that made the movie hilarious, I accept that as a gift. Okay. Barbershop 2, nah, Keenan came in, nah, didn't really do nothing for me. <laughs> movie wasn't as funny. Beauty Shop, uh, I put both of those movies, I put it in my stream, because every time Beauty Shop be coming on, I'll be forgetting Alicia Silverstone's in it. Girl from, oh, yeah. Girl from Girlfriends is in oh, it. Oh, yeah, what's her name? Golden or something? Golden Brooks. Uh, yeah. Be forgetting uh, Blood Diamond is in there. Diamond? Yeah, Dij- I think it's Dijman. Dijman Hansu. Uh, um, or whatever the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel coming yeah. up. 
and uh, Shazam and every other comic book movie since he seems to be in all of them now playing sidekick or little side roles. So, yeah, might stream for those two. All right, and that's it for the Blu-rays. All right, what movie do you plan on seeing before the next episode? I want to watch Searching, probably see A Simple Favor. Oh, yeah. Me, I will. I'm definitely going to see Juliet Naked with Rose Byrne because it don't even matter what the movie is. If she's in it and it's new, I'm going to go check it out. And, yeah, it's definitely next. It could After that, it could be anything from The Predator, Peppermint, whatever else. And, um, all right, so... This has been another episode of the Lil B. Gyllenhaal podcast. One that's shockingly not two hours yet. (laughs) I don't know how it's nine o'clock, though. Yeah, it's late. (laughs) I was going to go to the gym, but I didn't make it home by nine. So that's about to be two straight days your boy ain't going to the gym, which is very unfortunate. I'm about to have me a little late dun dun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm hungry. I usually don't like to eat this late anymore, but I'm hungry. I'm I'm having a pizza. I'm having something (laughs) awful. Um, but yes, yeah, Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Get it on iTunes. Uh, search Leo B. Gyllenhaal. Get it on Stitcher. Get it on SoundCloud at the yep. Great Musical. Um, new podcast I told y'all about last episode. I don't know if I mentioned the name or what I said, but share the Share the Door podcast is currently available. You can go to icmovies.wordpress.com. It's me. And uh, my lovely significant other, if you gotta listen to the podcast to get her name, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. listen to the listen to the first, I think minute and a half of episode one. If you, if you want to hear hear the, her in, her first intro, yeah, now nah, we can cut that off. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to hear about two couple or a couple uh, bickering over um, different sen- hypothetical sen- scenarios, check that out. You can also go on YouTube at Share the Door. Uh, subscribe or get the first view whatever um, <laughs> and the SoundCloud page for that and then iTunes will hopefully be coming up soon if iTunes will stop acting like a jerk but you can actually you can go and share the door on SoundCloud to get that episode as well as well as on the great musical mm-hmm. so check all that good stuff out um, we got a review for searching up on icmovies.wordpress.com and at share the door on YouTube so go check that out but it's your boy, Leo Warshabald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Uh, who else I is? I already said it's Nathan, or it's Nathan Act and Nathan Act 2, Back in the Habit. What about uh, Nathan Mint? Uh, <laughs> I know you was going to say Nathan Manziel. Nah. <laughs> Because we already know, once again, it is not Navion Bell. It is not Nantonio Brown, even though he balled. And it is not Ben Nathlisberger because he gave the ball up a bajillion times. But it can be names, Connor. It's your boy also. Roly man. Do not forget to spread your roly wings. Let me see if I got some notes here. I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Tongue, don't even get that fan fancastical on Instagram if you want to see some famous fan cast. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka uh, Raymond Kane, aka the Word Bender, aka Neon Ember, aka Cool Breeze, aka Sweet Lady. Whoa, would, would you be, be 
mass we love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Hey, call and receive me. I'm hungry. Oh, you also watched the Bobby Brown story. Did you watch that? Heck no. Whitney Houston, according to them, is the legit crackhead of the relationship. <laughs> R.I.P. And when they were showing clips from being Bobby Brown, like reenactments. Oh, yeah. I saw one of those. That was funny. I, was like, I, gotta, go back. I gotta go back and watch the show because <laughs> I didn't know this was that funny. Um, all right. So um, who sucks? Uh, you already know. Jai Courtney, the aforementioned. Uh... Theo James, Alex Rowe, Romany Malco, Nina Dobrev, who's the other girl? Joey King. Shout out to Joey King. Uh, Who's the rest of these fools? Who am I missing? Is that it? Nat Wolf. Didn't I used to say Miles Teller for a little bit? I think so, but he was supposed to just quietly merged off. It's not that, like he, that's respectable. Yeah, he just so, quietly drifted off of the list. So sometimes what happens when you're not like that whack. And you yeah, he wasn't it. that whack. He just got in it for a couple reasons. His nose. I was saying he looks funny. <laughs> yeah, he's just got a funny face. Yeah, that yeah, blonde hair. It was called Miles him. Funny Face Teller for a while. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, I haven't said that in go, so long. Go listen to the podcast prior to iTunes. You can go. Dang, y'all think we was wilding now. <laughs> you can go search <laughs> on. With them two listeners. I see movies. We was yeah. tripping those. Maybe I'll, let's see. We started on iTunes, what, episode 30 something or something like that? Something like that. Maybe all the episodes prior, I'll make a best of of those and post it onto. Uh, yeah, we was nuts. Yeah, I think I'm, that's a lot of episodes to go through and listen to. I don't know. If I knew what happened on these certain episodes, it'd be easier to go I and have, search and find I them. I have notes for all those episodes. I just haven't put them. I haven't implemented in my editing. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna check. It. I mean, I started listening to this podcast while I'm playing 2K or something. Oh man! But, yeah, I mean, I'm done. All right, we'll get to <laughs> hit this off with the yeah. Usher. Uh, sure. Easy button.